Welcome to Howie Mandel Does Stuff. Oh I'm God. Howie Mandel. I'm Jacqueline Schultz. And I'm kind of excited about today's show because this is one uh, where um, this is a subject that is a huge buzz for a couple of years right now. I don't know anything about it. And you know that my um, I've never really trusted show business. And and uh, in order to not I'm talking to you, Jackie. Oh, OK. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> No, no, no. But I'm talking to the audience too. Yeah. And and the the thing is, I've been really lucky, and I've been successful in show business, and I've made some money in show business. But in my distrust for every job that I've had, as far as this is going to be my last, I've always looked to invest. And the safest way to invest, I've been in the stock market, and uh, I, I I love real estate. But um, in in the last couple of years, you know, digital, the digital world, digital coins and bitcoins and all the different currencies that you can get have been a great um, source of, uh, well, it's a crazy bear market. But it's And it's kind of scary for me that's a little conservative. Uh, I'm, I'm more conservative than, than investing in those markets. But then as part of an offshoot of that has been NFTs. And uh, do you know what an NFT is? Non-fungible token. Well, yeah, you said the words, but do you, do you know what you're talking about? <laughs> I do, because my husband's into it. I know a little bit. I feel like I know more than and, the and average person. I know this is not, you know, this is going to sound like, a, this episode is going to sound like it's a, a you know, a, I'm going to be taught and I'm going to be schooled. But I think it's important for everybody listening to kind of understand what this is, because I believe that this is not a fad. I truly believe that this is the way of the future. And I truly believe it is here to stay. And the best way that I can uh, kind of uh, explain my understanding, and then I have three three guests in the room right now who are uh, kind of on the forefront of this NFT art world that uh, speaks and kind of solidifies what the value of this market is. And that is a non-fungible token is for all intents and purposes, um, in, and first, let me introduce you guys, because if you're I'm going to ask for your voices to come in in the midst of this, and then we'll talk to each of you individually. You are. I am John Lay and uh, independent artist, uh, comic book artist turned independent artist for NFTs I'm running through Olaplex right now. OK, and young lady. Uh, I'm Cynthia. I'm the creator of CC Streaming and then also Star Seed DAO, um, Web3 Metaverse talent label. Yeah, you're like a pop star in the metaverse, aren't you? <laughs> yes, uh, Cece is. <laughs> oh, you're, and that's a character, which is kind of like for a layman like me, like a, a Cece is like an avatar. Yeah, Cece is an avatar, but she's also my metaverse alter ego. Yes. Okay, but it's like when we go on video games and we pick a skin for our video games and we're this character that's blowing shit Wasn't up. Wasn't there a movie like that where there was an avatar pop star? There was a movie about that and she... Uh, and yeah. last but not least, okay. we got one more person. Okay, sorry. Hey, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. We'll get back to the movie. Uh, my name is Mark Streeter. I've been investing and building in the space for about seven years and helped to bring uh, a group of incredible photographers and artists into uh, the NFT space. On, on so would you be like a curator? Is that what you are? Or are you an actual artist also? No, I've been working with the team of the photographers. There's a lot of old friends I brought on. So really been helping to onboard them into the space, talk them through it from a group of really web two traditional culture first people and helping to mint and bring into NFTs. Okay, so here's what this is. This is 
and I think this is the world, and anybody, even if you're conservative, you may want to know about this because I think in the next five years, this is going to be like buying a, a term deposit or like buying a stock or like anything that you get on Kickstarter. So everything that we visualize, you know, if you went into a store and bought a poster or you bought a picture, what is the value of that picture? We know that the value of that picture or that piece of art or even a piece of music or whatever you have is only as valuable as um, how authentic and original it is. You know, if you go buy a piece of music and you'd stream it, it's got very little value to you because you can listen to it. But if you owned the original tape and you were able to license that piece of music so that anybody who used that music had to pay you a penny, all of a sudden that's a little more valuable to own the original piece. By the same token, any visual that you own, you know, people have posters and pictures in their house, right? What is the value of that? Whatever you spent on that, it, it might just be a, a photocopy of something you saw or it's, you know, somebody who made a million of those. But if you have the original and there is only one of those that is the original, the value becomes more. Then how do you know just beyond somebody telling you that this is the the uh, original? We're getting phone calls right now. People are right. ordering stuff. Um, <laughs> how do you know this is the the original? And this is in this metaverse or whatever, however this world is called, there are uh, the term blockchain is, is the instrument by which controls the ownership and the value and knows you couldn't go digitally or on a computer and find out who is the owner of this and prove you're the owner of this. You can walk into anybody's house and look at a picture on the wall and they can tell you this is the only one, this is one of a kind and so-and-so painted that. That's their word. In order to get value and be able to trade on that and say it is the original and that's why it has value, just like if you're gonna go, go buy a pair of shoes, you know, Nike, how many of this brand or how many of this style were made, the value goes up based on a new drop of those shoes in only a certain number of those shoes. And you know it's not a knockoff. Right, and you kind of trust that Nike is telling you the truth. But beyond that, how can you prove it yourself is by checking in with a blockchain or something on the universe, you could know the value and who owns this particular piece. Am I correct, guys? You know yeah. a lot. You know a lot more than, <laughs> than you let off to. No, but what's amazing now, so as a kid growing up, I collected cards, you know? And whether I collected baseball cards or people later on collected Pokemon cards or collected, you know, these because they were originals or whatever and so many were printed, held value. Well, this world right now is making new collections of new cards. You know, we've heard of late the apes, the, uh, what are they called? Board the, of Apes. The, the, the yep. Board of Apes were people like Eminem. I think he paid <laughs> $1.3 million for uh, an ape image, right? right? Yeah. Didn't he? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Justin Bieber recently as well. Justin Bieber. Yeah. So seven. He, yeah. he played 1.7 million. Seven. So you go, why does this picture worth one seven? Or why is this art worth one seven? It's worth one seven because he was willing to pay one seven for it. And if you know there's one and you want to buy that from him and say you want to own the one and pay him one eight so he gives it to you, you know, this is something, this is 
these are collectibles and you could trade on them. My husband has a new collection. He does? Mm -hmm. What's it called? Best Buds. Best Buds. And it's doing well. I think it's like one of the top most viral collections right now right. is what he tells me he might be lying i think it is but, like, yeah and, i'm getting a thumbs up it is yeah, it's and, a really big deal and each of these collections will trade in different currencies you know you can buy it in bitcoin you can buy it on solana you can buy it in uh, uh ethereum you know these are different kinds of currency just like you know you can only buy something in american dollars or you can only buy something with you know I don't know. I can't even name another currency. Well, you have experts here in the room. Do you want well, to let them why talk? I'm and I think that 90% of my audience doesn't know what I'm talking about. So yeah. this was a preamble into this. So I'm interested in this market. And I think that even if you have no interest right now, you have to listen because this these are the pop stars of this market. And when I talk about the pop stars is the people that originally were making like the Pokemon cards or making the, you know, all these things that we collected are now these new pop stars. So jo John, yep. John, you, you were a comic book yeah. uh, writer, director. I was a comic book artist. Um, I had broken into the industry right before COVID. Um, I got signed in 2019. We debuted the book after COVID shut down all the comic book shops. Um, we debuted in October 28th and uh, a year later I started finding myself in NFTs. And so I started um, releasing my work by way of auctions on Solana um, through a site called Old on Solana, which is a, a, a blockchain. Yes, yeah, yeah, a blockchain. Exactly. And it's okay. So realistically, all I did different. So this was before um, NFTs here, where we did quite well for the debut book. But um, did you make these drawings that I'm looking um, at? So actually, this was a um, this was a uh, variant cover done by <clears> David <throat> Mack. Um, but this is um, you know co-owned by me. Um, Giga is co-owned by me. But, so, but you would so you so just to, so that I can be clear. So mm -hmm. what you started doing is you were um, a comic book. Is am I using the right term? Yeah, artist. 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 Yeah. Yes. So you're a comic book artist. You're doing this in the hopes of the way people, the way you would make money is sure. you would be hired by a publisher. Sure. And you would and and but then as a publisher, let me ask you this: when in the comic book industry, mm -hmm. if you drew, if you were hired and you drew Batman, sure, do you own any of Batman? Do you no. own any of the characters that no. you draw? So you're working for somebody else, right? So, so for for corporate comics, um, that's where you don't you don't own. You might have a royalty structure or something like that, um, but for me, it was independent comics. And so for independent, how independent comics are generally made is you form a team together. It's normally four people: it's a writer, an artist, a uh, a uh, colorist and a letterer. And so then what happens is then you go into negotiations. The publisher generally takes 50% of the IP as well as the media rights. And then the artist and the writer split the 25-25. So that, that's where... So you said to yourself... You know what? <laughs> I am. I feel like I'm incredibly creative. I don't sure. need this many partners. What I would like to do is create. I'm looking on. If you're watching on YouTube right now, I'm looking at amazing characters, amazing comic. But for all intents and purposes, sure, comic book characters from villains to heroes to um, it's they are great. What are what are the names of these characters? What am I looking at? Um. So so this is just my banner. If we scroll down, we can start seeing the price history. I think this is where it really communicates the value of um what nfts can do so what you did is right. you drew these frames for mm -hmm. and and then you put them up on the blockchain right do and you see this do though? people i am i'm looking no but do you even see the prices that's what i'm i'll get to this yeah okay. yeah so you put them up on the blockchain <laughs> and and they're like auctioned like art yes so, yeah because it is art howie <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it is. Yeah. <laughs> just like our, it's just, just like, like our, our yeah. so yeah. close that it pretty much is. We're just, we're just LARPing as artists. So, <laughs> so I'm seeing that you put it up on an art auction. Right. You sell, what is the first piece that you sold? So the first piece, if we go all the way back, we scroll all the way down, the first piece sold for 2.8 soul, which fair market value for that day, you'll, you'll have to keep scrolling down a little bit to zero, zero, zero. And so what fair market value of that day ended up being, so all of these are reflecting fair market value of today. And so my first piece ever, 000, sold for 2.8. And it was... Uh, 2.8 in what kind of 2. currency? 2.8 Solana. And at that time, it was about $660. Um, but then we ramped all the way up to what what, what our middle piece... It looks peak. like your average one right now is selling for about 20000 Yes, yes. So so we, we went from... That's 20000 American dollars. Yes, sir. Absolutely. At, but at the same time... A lot of these pieces sold at a high market. Where today we're currently at one hundred and ten dollars, so that's what we're seeing here: one hundred and ten dollars per Solana. Um, if we is were, it easy to turn my Solana, it, my cash into Solana instantly? We we should make you a wallet today. Is okay, what we should yeah. do. Uh, please do. Yeah, and yeah. then and then is it easy to take my Solana once I've bought something and turn that back and sell it back into into USD? Yeah, yeah, instantly. Yes. Instantly. Yep. Is there a yes. is there a, an exchange rate to turn it back? Like if I buy Canadian dollars, I pay the bank a, sure. a fee. Sure, there's a fee. Um, you know, I, I go through. I personally go through Coinbase Pro, um, and there's a fee to it, but it's it is pretty minimal. It's so, more taxes yeah. that you're going to be. So about. I'm seeing all these images, which are amazing. And, Thank you. And go check. Where would they go find these images? Um, JohnLayStudio.olaplex.com pretty much holds. It, it, this is John my Lay Studios L E with one of those. What do you call the thing on top of the E? Um, a hat. A hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting very technical. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just telling people not to look up L-E-E. Sure, it's sure. L-E no, with yeah, that, yeah. The, the hat. Um, it's an accent mark. Yeah, an accent yeah mark. Vietnamese. Yeah. It's Happy Vietnam. New Year to you all as well. Yeah, oh, today's the New Year. Yes, yeah, this is not airing in New Year. It the, was. You're oh, the tiger. Yeah. Oh, we, you've already. Yeah. It, yeah you've you're already, the tiger, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Tiger. Yeah, very you? cultural. Exactly. Very cultural. She's always been very cultural. You it's know amazing. that she says every year, "You're the tiger, right?" And everybody, and it's always been no. No, and until this, this year. This is yeah. her year. Yeah. She thinks every year is the year of the tiger. <laughs> this is her year. But what, what I'm amazed is you sell. It seems like hundreds of pieces of art at twenty thousand dollars now. Say I go in and I buy this now, any mm -hmm. one of these, and these are, are value. They exist online. I could print it out or I could l have it in my home on a video screen or whatnot. Sure. Do people take the um, – so have there been – well, look at this winning bid. This is 30 uh, – number 305 went for 35000 And so if we were at all-time high on that, Howie, that 305 right there is actually $60,000 and so, not $30,000. So is it – is it fluctuating because of the value of Solana current or the, market, val the yeah. value of the art piece? No, current market value of today. So so this is reflecting $110, last time I checked, was $110 per Solana. So why would I buy the NFT with that as opposed to, can you just buy a blank Solana that isn't used to purchase anything like a Bitcoin? Um, it, it, it's the, it's kind of the same thing. So, so, you, so you would come in with your fiat money, right? USD. And then you would buy Solana or or Ethereum or Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin doesn't allow uh, NFTs. But so then you would use that then to diversify your portfolio at this point, right? Because if you have a certain allocation in Solana, then if we're going into a sideways market, then it might be an incentive for an investor to then diversify that portfolio into something that can make more. 
right? Have people bought, <laughs> do people buy the art? Um, once I bought it mm -hmm. and I paid for it in Solana, are, are they allowed to uh, set it up for the one piece they have, there's only and one of it? each. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we actually had um, a great um, list of secondary sales last week, where some people had invested maybe three thousand dollars in me, and at that fair market value of that day, and then maybe three to four weeks later, they were able to turn three thousand dollars into twenty thousand dollars. And then, as an artist, you make a portion yes. of that resale, right? Yeah. So that's where we get into smart contracts and the smart contracts. So unlike comics, right, where they we go into negotiation, they dictate a percentage. I say yes or no. Um, I dictate my percentage here. So every time one of those things sell, I take 10 to 12 percent. So but for me as the layman, sure, I want to if I want to invest in the stock market or I want to invest in Solana or right. whatever currency or Bitcoin, the value of buying an NFT, which is a non-fungible token, the token is your art piece, the token is the the music, we'll talk about you in, in, in just a second. The, the reason is for my purchase of that, mm -hmm. I could have it just um, just say to say I have it, sure. but I can also enjoy the value of owning at the same value, the, the visual or the audio yeah, no, that it, comes for the value. Whereas I, if I buy stock, in Ford, sure. I just have a piece of paper that says I have so many shares of Ford. Right. But if I buy stock in John, yes, and and, and which so, would be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then I got these cool pictures that Absolutely. I would like to show, watch, share. Absolutely, and I think what what we we see is especially on Solana is. Um, when we compare it to Ethereum, if, you th if, if of all the crypto market, Bitcoin is our North Star and that's our compass of like where can things go based on market cap and value, then we look at Ethereum as the North Star for NFTs. So if they're four years in and at the time there were guys like me that sold for minimal prices and relatively, and then in four years, the big auction houses of Sotheby's as well as Christie's knocked on the doors of the independent investors that invested in independent artists. So now that's the same angle that my investors are playing here. These guys are millionaires and billionaires. They don't get out of bed for a 2x. They get out of bed for a 10, 15, 20x. So what, what, what is an X time times uh, their value times yes, the money? Exactly. A 20 X like return, right? So, or, or ROI return on investment. So then I think what they believe is in, you know, if tech is going to move things a little quicker. So if it took four years for Ethereum NFTs to then have Sotheby's and Christie's knock on their door, it might happen even sooner on Solana because the model has been proven. It has been proven. Exactly. And why did you choose to do your work on Solana as opposed to Ethereum? Right. So for me, uh, my art career outside has they been... they give you a better per percentage, probably. No, not at all. You can do it the same way, right? Um, I, I think the infrastructures of Ethereum kind of do it differently. Um, I, I'm not too knowledgeable in it. But for me, I was very confident in Solana for a whole year before I got into NFTs because I, I I had just reached my dream job of getting comics, right? I just broke in and I I had been introduced to crypto through Solana and I just as I saw NFTs go and I saw how it clicked and for me what like these days when people ask me what what do NFTs actually do? Why do I want an NFT? To me as an independent creator NFTs redefined a relationship between the creator and the audience in which we can both make money together. And I don't think we've ever been afforded that opportunity until today. So, well, it's like if I, well, I'll talk to you now, Cece. Yeah. It's like the same thing. So you are, before you got into this, are you a singer? 
So I was in the music industry for about seven years. I did multiple. Where are you from? Originally China. Okay. Yes, but I came to the United States when I was twelve years old. Yeah. It was actually quite a journey, you know. Like I started singing when I was three, start writing songs when I was nine, and then when I first came to U.S. at age twelve, I was like making two records with a member of the Michael Jackson family. But then I wasn't able to release them because my family is like, no, like music career, that's a no no. <laughs> you know. How did you get involved with Michael Jackson family? I just,、um, I think it's my mom's friend met their friends, family friends. So it's like family friends. Yeah. So you released? Were you signed to a record? No, we didn't sign. Like we did two records, but we didn't sign anything. We didn't release anything. It's like still in my computer drive. Those two songs. You should yeah. release them. Will you? Can you <laughs> release them、NFTs. now? Has <laughs> NFTs. Maybe, maybe yeah. later. Yeah, down the okay, road. Okay, so、yeah. now you're in the in music, and then how?、Uh, and then tell me the journey to where you get into this NFT and why and how. It's quite a journey. So like it was like similar stories all along, right? Similar story all along my teenage years. I had multiple opportunities to pursue my music career, but I wasn't able to because music at the time, still at right now, is the Very risky business. So you're either make it or you starve. So it's like. And you don't think NFTs is a risky business? Well, I think NFT gonna change the whole dynamic of like underdogs and then like the 95 long tail percent like artists. It's gonna change everything. Why? Because the difference is like right now, if we look at like if we go through the entertainment history before for musicians or for creators, the way for them to be seen is to through the gatekeepers. Through the、uh, record labels, and then that's the only way they are able to even be seen by the people, getting on TVs and then have some exposure. And then with the merging of Web two and with the merging of internet platform, basically what we gave is we give creators opportunities to showcase themselves in front of an audience without the gatekeepers. But well, the that, problem but that's YouTube and that's YouTube yeah,、right. or, or like or Instagram or TikTok, so、right. to speak.、Right. But the problem is still like. Like right now, the problem is like you can have a musician have millions of followers on、uh, Spotify or Instagram or YouTube, but it doesn't necessarily translate into any monetary values. So like their content is basically a means to the end for them to attract, you know,、uh, eyeballs and then later sell merchandise or sell concert tickets. So their content were never the ones making the money. So their content is just a means to the end. So then. So then with NFT, the difference is. Because NFT gives these digital content an、uh, intrinsic value, because like what you were saying before, like we're able to verify, okay, this song is the one and only, or this picture is the one and only. So the other ones, like even though you can listen to them, you can see them online, but they're forced. But so you, if you record a song、mm-hmm. and you record and you're saying it's the one and only,、mm-hmm. what's to stop anybody? Like where does this exist? That song now. So you create a song.、Mm-hmm. Where does that song exist? So that song still exists on the internet, right? Still exists right. On, on, online. So I can hear it on TikTok. Exactly, you can still hear it. But then it's just like Mona Lisa. You can see Mona Lisa's picture on Google. You can Google it. But the Google picture you download it like online, and then on your paper, it doesn't worth anything like compared to the real Mona Lisa. So, so. I'm looking at your website here, the in, Metaverse Entertainers in the coming years. So it's just this. We create. You're created. We've created、uh, the work. Go ahead. Yeah, this is actually not my website. It's like a, a consolidation of all the content CC currently has. Yeah.、But、okay. What- And CC is a character that you play. Yeah, CC is a character I created. Yeah. When? Well, I would say, 
originally maybe long, long, long time ago, but first came to life around 2019. Yeah. And 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 to create it as an NFT. Uh, at the 2019 wasn't an NFT. 20... What was it? So at the 2019, it was more about uh, a met. It's like a parallel. Alter ego kind of creation. Can we hear? Do you guys have uh, any recording of her? Let's. This let's, is a music uh, video, I think. Right. Yeah. Let's. Let me hear her. This is a trailer. Actually, a trailer. this is a trailer for the, for the, for the song. You can actually go down if you go down. If you go a, scroll down. Scroll down. Yeah. If you scroll down, scroll down. I want. Keep, I want people down. who are listening to hear what. <clears throat> so, uh, you can scroll up a little bit. So the CC is dreaming metaverse first ever digital pop star. So you want to listen to the song? You want to watch the first episode video? Well, I want I want people. People are uh, mostly. This is mostly audio, so I want people to hear what we're talking about. Oh, if you want to hear, then you need to go back, go back to the other one, okay. <laughs> and then scroll down yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, this is a podcast. Scroll down a little bit. In so, the and then regular you, universe, it's an ABM <laughs> event. People, this is like radio. Don't, don't yeah, let yeah. the cameras fool yeah. you. Yeah, and then <laughs> no, scroll down a little bit. We'll share so, it with YouTube. So yeah. This one. This is CC's Art Basel Miami show. The one. So you were just in Miami, which the, is the biggest. The art... one below. The one below. So it kind of looks yeah, like one. you, though. Is it is it a digital? Who did the art for it? Uh, I have a team. Yeah, okay. I have a great team working on this. I wish so. I had a team. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a team. There's people that are looking up. Yeah. That's just like a concert. Yeah, it was the concert CC uh, did at Basel, Miami. It's not even online yet, so. <laughs> oh, we're getting a first, oh, first look. <laughs> Where did people go to see this? Nowhere, because it's not online yet. <laughs> Nowhere, they haven't seen it yet, unless they've been at our Basel, yeah, right? Yeah, unless they've been at our Basel, they've seen it live. So we did this, this whole show Whoa. in a in a, a dome. So CC appears as a 3D avatar. So it's like a very immersive experience. Character? Do they use you? Is it motion capture? Uh, so they modeled after me, but we have a dancer uh, contribute to the dance of CC. And then music is fine. You the song, songs. Later you will hear. Right now is the intro. Are you playing the music though? No, the song is my song. Oh, and then all the uh, the song is my song, and then the, this is like the intro part. Is the idea that you'll be able to sell tickets in the metaverse to go see like concerts and stuff like that, or are you selling just your music, like just the song itself, or are people going to be able to come see you later on? Be able to see. Play yeah. here. Play yeah. from here. I want to hear her singing. So what I'm watching now, we can, we can it's a beautiful uh, world, digital world, and fire and cars, and I'm watching a an avatar of you dance. Mm -hmm. And those, is that you singing? Is that your voice? Yeah, that's my voice. Okay. And do you play any of the instruments? It's all uh, computer generated. Mostly uh, computer generated. Do you do that? Do uh, you do I have it? a producer. You have a producer. Yeah. And do you write the music? Yeah, I write the music. And I know you've collaborated with people like uh, that are well known in the regular pop world, right? Haven't you? Um, 
So not not necessarily, yeah. Oh, not yeah, yeah. So you I'm, brought that. You were bringing them to China. What I read, right, to do um, performances there. Yes. Yeah, so to, before my artist career, career because my parents weren't allowed me to do artist career, so I had to end it up in UC Irvine, undecided, undeclared, because I don't know why I was there. My parents wants me to be there. So at there, I actually get into the concert business, like the show business through like event promotion. So I become an event promoter. I started booking these DJs with all the other student organizations. So we did a lot of big festivals at UCLA. You saying UC Irvine? UC Irvine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now you are this digital artist, right? Or this what mm. you call it a dig, right? You're the, the yeah, CC. What's it called? CC Dream. CC CC. Okay. Yeah. And where do people and and so what can people purchase of CC? What are you selling? So later, actually, by actually, good, you're asking. So by the end of this month, February twenty second, I'm actually releasing the first batch of CC's、uh, NFT collection. So it's gonna be one 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 pieces, and it's gonna be the animation video. You guys, uh, I, I, you guys haven't saw it yet, but the animation video, which is the first episode of a ten episode series talking about CC's world.、And、how do you decide on the value? So the value right now, I'm still gonna have to talk with um. Uh, with a couple advisors, but mainly it's going to be fair market price. Yeah. How would people even know about this character or the, to, to give it some value? Is that what you do? <clears throat> that, that is not what I do. No, no, that is not what I do. But I, I do support everyone in the ecosystem and promote amazing people doing amazing things. But are you not professionally? No, no, not professionally. But just because that's a lot of what also is a big part of the. So who are you?、Ethos. What's your name? Who am I? Oh,、uh, my, <laughs> my my name is Mark Streeter. He's a new dad. Yeah, I am a new dad. Yeah,、wow. yeah, but it, are you just finding out now? <laughs> no, no, I've I've been coping with it for two months now. Of, okay, uh, of so you have a new child. Yeah, do you consider、yes. this one child to be like an NFT? She, one she, of one. She is the one of one non fungible. Yes, yeah, that, that, that we will huddle, so to speak. <laughs> so,、uh, so what do you, what do you do? What are you doing I, in this world? Uh, I wear a couple of hats. To be fair,、um, you know, I've been a traditional for a decade. Was a traditional finance guy out of Tokyo, London, New York, from two thousand eight to eighteen. And then left to get into crypto and and help bring projects from Asia into the United, United States to Asia back then. Fast forward to today, I'm a member of a venture fund called Culture Capital. A big piece of what we do is help to bring just dynamic, culturally relevant content creators and communities into the metaverse. Because if you think, and I don't want to get too deep in the weeds here, but if you think about what crypto was for the past five years, it's been a lot of Redefining finance, right? Using tokens for decentralized finance to redefine what that means. Right. But if you look to the next step and building on top of that infrastructure, those layers, we really have a chance to use tokens, NFTs being one form of token, to help redefine and bring value to、uh, consumers in a different way through ownership models, through online native cultures and communities. Because you know, tokens also allow coordination and incentivization in ways across borders that never existed before. So, a lot of what I do is. Not only investing in, in individual projects, but also really working with dynamic people that I've known from my past, helping to bring them into the space, and that's that's where Street Dreams Cafe comes into the. the so the Street Dreams、uh, Street Dreams Cafe is that the the platform for? No,、nope. uh, you have I'm, nothing. You I'm, have a nothing. Fully, I'm a fully separate, separate entity, Howie. Although I appreciate you continuing to. to Because <laughs> I want that clout, that brand value, but no, I'm a I'm a separate entity over here. But your entity would go to. I know you may not go to them, but your entity would go to a CC, right? To 
Wouldn't you sell an artist on your? It, it isn't even really about selling an artist on something. It's it's what we're hearing in the world. I mean, there's there's been a, the zeitgeist right now. NFT metaverse, right? The most overused term in the in the history of the last twelve months. It's everywhere, right? So what is the metaverse? Uh, it's no. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think it's different for everybody. My personal perspective, I really think about it in a very literal way. I think of um, as simple as Roblox, right? Where your kids are running around with avatars and they're buying items in game that then rep, they can be represented. That's a very narrow definition, but that's how I kind of like to segment things. Right. But you can say it's basically everything living in this digital value layer. So, but that's what you know. Yep. My my interpretation of all this is, you know, everything has value. Yes. You know, I'm 66 years old. Uh, you know, a, a Pokemon card didn't mean anything to me. You know, but I know that people spend big money. Uh, I think it was Logan that didn't he get ripped off for like thirteen million? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. He, but he he bought he bought uh, uh, he I think he spent one point three million or thirteen million. Mm -hmm. If anybody knows what it what, what it is, it was one what, two, one million one point three. three, yeah, one point three million on a collection of Pokemon, and then found out they weren't legitimate, right? Yeah. See, that's so that's, that's exactly, the, exactly what exactly that's what exactly you could invest in anything. You could invest in a in a classic car, right. but then you find out it was rebuilt and this yep. uh, this is not the original or paint. With art, I just saw that Netflix special where everyone was buying all that fake art, remember and duping right. everyone and they found out later on that it wasn't the original artist. Yeah. Yeah. And they were spending millions and millions yeah. of dollars on yeah. these art pieces. So with this, so what I'm no saying question. is on them in the metaverse, which are where they exist, where all these blockchains exist, you're giving a um, an image or a sound to uh, you're able to tr because of blockchain technology, right? We're able to trace ownership and with that full transparency mm -hmm. for any digital asset. Mm -hmm. So that could be for a ticket stub, right? So that we, we could kind of cut out. Like that, that's just like lowest hanging fruit, right? Where it's a ticket stub and when it goes to, you know, scalpers, like this kind of solves that issue as well, where we can actually track ownership and you're not buying fake tickets. And that's the best ex explanation I've heard. Right. So yeah. I have, I, I have friends who've been duped so many times in concerts mm -hmm. and they bought, it wasn't a real ticket. So that's why I think that this sounds very kind of forward thinking right now sure. but i think it is it is a technology that's coming so fast where it's going to be the norm yes exactly. and this is how where we're going to collect our art where we're going to collect our knowledge where we're going to collect our music where we're going to collect culture it, it goes it's, beyond that though identity. too oh, please Cece, uh, no, go no, ahead oh uh, no yeah and i i think also identity too right like eventually a lot of our assets or a lot of our value is going to shift from like physical into the digital and then the digital world is going to become more and more like i would say consuming our lives and then so like the assets and we owning, make up what an asset is yes you know we've always even though this sounds like it's star wars and it's it's beyond this you know people feel good because they have a brand patch mm -hmm, exactly. on on a shirt you could buy a black shirt but if your shirt says gucci on it we said <laughs> we made that up that yeah. that that becomes more valuable this is kind of the same thing it's exactly it's, it's exactly what that. i mean you know where okay we can go around and dress how we dress and mm -hmm. express ourselves but then you go into like a twitter group or a group dm or any or like direct message right and you know you we can't show off our shoes we can't show off our cars we can't show off our houses or whatever but we can show off what we call a pfp which is a profile picture and that kind of becomes the embodiment of your online persona. 
So I think that's where one part, and I think that's why PFP is what, that's why we see the Beavers um, and uh, I forgot who else you guys brought up of buying the Eminem. board apes. Eminem, Jimmy Fallon, Paris Hilton, right? So they buy these board apes. They're online entities. That's the flex there, right? You know what I mean? So, and it all depends on what room you're in. Because if you're in a room, if you're in a conference room where people want Rolexes, then you're not going to roll up in a Seiko, right? And same thing with a, a, a conference call that is online. You know, you, if, you, if you're trying to flex on that kind of nature, you know, what I mean, you're going to even even with our Apple watches, we're displaying our PFPs on our watches. You know, what I mean, just to kind of show PFP standing for um, profile, profile picture. picture. Oh, oh. Profile yeah. picture. OK, mm-hmm. I'm not uh, down. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to get you a PFP is what we're going to have to do. Better than an STD. <laughs> yes. 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 As, as yes. I always say. Yeah. So, what you're backing now, though, is photography, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's two things I want to add on to. To, to what John and what CC have been discussing. And it's also, when you look at Bored Ape as a great example, it's not just an image that has clout in the metaverse, but also what you're able to program into these NFTs or into tokens is the ability to use them as access keys, access. right? So if you want to join, Discord is basically the platform where most of what's happening in crypto lives, right? The channels and the chat groups and what have you. Right. But in the last 18 months, roughly, there's been a new technology stack that keeps coming out and allows you to use your tokens as basically a key. So you can't access the website, you can't access the group chat, you can't access the video stream with Howie Mandel unless you have that Howie NFT. So it goes beyond just being a piece of art that has speculative value. You also are able to look at that as as a way to participate within a larger community, but a closed community of a, a certain amount of, of participants. And then as the creator of an NFT. Well, it's kind of a legitimate, uh, cleaner way of OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, that it, it is, it, I mean, there's there's a lot of different ways to, to approach it. Um, and with, with Street Dreams, back to your, your point um, earlier, you know, this is a photography community that was based out of Instagram from, I believe it was 20, 2014, and started a hashtag Street Dreams magazine, right? Incredibly dynamic, had people from all over the world contributing. They would then turn them into monthly magazine or quarterly magazines. Um, in the Web2 world, physical, and it really allowed for artists and photographers in a, in a medium that had been sort of commoditized, right? Because Instagram makes everyone's a photographer now. Okay. It allowed you to sort of not separate the wheat from the chaff, that's the wrong way to put it, but really elevate true fine art in the street photography format. So, what, is uh, that, what has been the most expensive sale in street photography? Oh, God, I would have to check. Uh, actually, the Street Dreams team about seven or eight months ago helped to execute a sale uh, by a photographer named Amos. And that was of Triple X Tentacion's uh, only photo he's ever posted on Instagram. Amos took that photographer uh, photograph as a concert photographer, shared it with Triple X, who was like, yo, I love this. This is so hot, la, 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 la. Uh, he posted on Instagram and then never actually credited the photographer. Unfortunately, we know he passed away. And and it, there was a, a long-running dispute there, but the bottom line was the artist who actually took the photo, created the moment, never saw any kind of return from that or even any credit for that. So the team helped him launch his NFT. That went out, again, eight, nine months ago at about $125,000 for a single standalone photo of this piece. It was the single most liked co- uh, piece of content on Instagram, most commented on even today. It's getting, I think it was, yeah, there's the image right there. Wow. Something like six comments a, a, a minute, right, today. So you, you have these digital so who images. Who owns this now? God, I would have to go and check. I'm not sure. I, I, haven't, I haven't followed it, to be honest with you, Howie. So knowing that this universe and this uh, market is growing, like you said, mm-hmm. that went out at $125,000. Would there be a market right now for he or she or them to resell of course, that? Of course. 
for much more. There, well, for much more or much less, it's it's that depends on the market dynamics. Does that the, depend on the value of Solana or the nope. value of the? No, nope. this this was actually sold on on the Ethereum blockchain, so it's separate. No, it depends on the market value and where people where people want to place that value. But the beauty is that what blockchain unlocks are global marketplaces, right? right. This isn't a, a U.S. marketplace powered by U.S. dollars. This is anybody in the world who has be it Ethereum or Solana in the case of what we've been discussing, or US dollar coin, which is pegged to the dollar, can participate. So you're getting much larger liquidity. Mm -hmm. You're getting larger direct-to-consumer marketplaces that didn't exist before. You're removing the middleman or middlewoman gatekeepers who not only kind of segment out what is and what isn't art, but take 20 to 50% of the fees. And then, as we discussed earlier, following on, the artists who create capture royalties for every subsequent sale, so capture that entire value chain. How volatile and safe is something like Ethereum or Solana or like, how do we even know it's going to exist in two years? I, I really don't like to make uh, prognostications about value uh, on, on tokens or anything like that trading. But the way I look at it personally is mm -hmm. I look at the developers. I look at adoption. I think mm -hmm. of it's something called, you know, the Lindy effect. The longer it exists, the, the better chance it will continue to exist. And when I see you know, whether it's Bitcoin and some of the biggest macro investment funds in the world pouring capital in, or I see our state senators, our mayors in Miami, our mayor in New York, our senators out of Austin, Texas, pushing to not only accept their salaries in crypto, but also allow for tax payments and things like that in crypto. I think the space in aggregate has a lot of potential to continue going forward. But beyond that, it's really bigger. So this, just to tr bring it right back to Street Dreams Cafe quickly, you know, this is the online, <clears throat> the Web3 version of what Street Dreams has done through their Instagram community. It was um, a, a South Street seaport in New York, mm -hmm. hosted a beautiful, incredible outdoor gallery that the Street Dreams Photography Collective curated, uh, about 45 artists for all of last summer. We took those artists and brought them all together. And you were mentioning Pokemon cards, right? And right. baseball cards. What we've done with Street Dreams through Metaplex is they actually helped us build out a tech stack that allowed for randomized card packs. So turning these photographer creators into almost collectible folks. So you don't know what you're getting. You buy the pack, and I have one in my wallet to send to you once you get your phantom wallet set up, and I'd love to share it. But you open it, and you don't know what's there. So it could be something like this. Joseph Rodriguez is an amazing street photographer who's been around for ages. President Obama wrote him a letter calling him a cultural gem. I mean, really properly historic artists. And we had some community-submitted artists from within the Street Dreams community who are now a part of these packs and collectibles and to your question earlier, why Solana, right? Just to be very blunt, I, I'm not a chain maximalist. I think all technologies have wonderful spaces in the ecosystem. But when I want to buy a piece of art on Ethereum, um, usually I'm spending 70, 80, 100, $150 just in gas fees. So just, just to actually power the technology to allow me the privilege of buying a piece of art on top of that. It's not very accessible. It's not very inclusive. And it causes a lot of friction for users, right? Yeah. But when you mm -hmm. look at what, what, what brought me to Solana, why I helped, told my friends, this is the platform you should look at, was the fact that the user interface and the experience, it costs 0. 0.00005 of a dollar to send something. You transact for free. It's almost instant. And so it lowers well, the threshold. You say, you're saying, like, I, I, I don't understand. I've heard this terminology before. Yes. So I don't understand why over one currency, how, how, what do you mean it takes so much energy? It's just, it's just the tech, right? So And how mm -hmm. the tech was designed. So we, I think believe, I, I believe that we're 
all like, of course, we're chain agnostic. But, you know, the reason why a lot of our business is on Solana is because of the scalability that the technology provides. Yes. So, so you had asked me earlier, why would I go with Solana over Ethereum if that's where fine art is? Well, the thing is, I'm not as big as a lot of artists. I saw an open lane on Solana. But on top of that is what I think we're seeing is Internet gentrification for the first time. We're seeing artists move to a cheaper blockchain that is more accessible because say I mint something on Ethereum and it costs, you know, 150 mm -hmm. to $300. What if my piece sells for $100 and then I lose money? I had to spend money to close. Then I'm back into the fiat world. Does of, it cost you money to? That's what he was just saying. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, so the difference that's is. That's the difference. Solana costs them. But, but right. it costs to create so, and to buy for exactly. the consumer as well. Yeah. They have to swallow the fee. You have to exactly. swallow the fee to create it. And so, so say when I sold one piece for $30,000, I invested $1 into myself to make 30,000. So, so that's the reason why, because we're mitigating the risk now because the technology is enabling us to mitigate the risk and make it less of a risk because we're artists at the end of the day. And like you said, it's a risky path, right? I mean, you've been doing this for how long? And, and, and it, when it started, it was a very risky path. There was no guarantees for us. So this is just a way that, okay, well, um, for me personally as an artist then, do I pay $450 to sit on a convention floor and stand and smile and hope that people buy enough that I break even? Or do I invest a dollar into myself? So now I understand why you're on. So in, in kind of wrapping up here, what... Same you, for the consumer, too, they were that's saying. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, also right. the environment. The, and the environment. Yes. yes. So, yes. but it, what is the message for the future of art, <clears throat> pop culture, investing? What What is the message? What is the overall message that my audience can... Yeah. I, um, just to start it off, uh, I, I think it's disruption. There is a way that we've nodded our heads and agreed that this is the way the world works and we've adapted and a lot of us have been able to become successful from it. A lot of us have failed because of it, because of the old structures that were, we were born into. I think what we will see in the future is disruption of all these fields from music to um, illustration to photography. We'll see true disruption in which I won't be over leveraged in a negotiation meeting to give away 50% of my IP just to pay rent. I can renegotiate now because I am enabled by blockchain technology. So it's kind yeah. of cutting out the middleman, right? 100%. Yeah, 100%. You know, and we, we consume art, we consume fashion, we consume music, we consume culture, mm -hmm. we consume that. But there was always a, there was always a middleman. There was either, there was no happy medium. Exactly. There was a, as sure. you explained, uh, is that there was either a, you a, make a it label or, yeah. or you make it and didn't get paid for it anyhow. Exactly. So it was just yeah. free on YouTube. But then again, right? Like, sorry, like yeah. I, just then again, I don't know if it completely, I don't think it's binary where we cut out the middlemen of labels and publishers mm -hmm. and studios. I think they all still have a part and a role to play in this. But because we're disrupting the nature of the business, I believe we will force them to adapt to yeah. move with us into the future. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to do this uh, podcast, very different than what I do. And it's right. usually silly and fun and everything. But I really mm -hmm. feel that we are, as you used the word, uh, we're on the cusp. We've probably yeah. passed the cusp, but sure. just the average person doesn't. For the 66-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. We're I'm almost a, near the cusp. But you, know, <laughs> old guy. you showing curiosity, you choosing curiosity over judgment is the way to the future. Well, you know, you know, it's also scary for somebody my age that has no um, um, real knowledge of knowing that this exists, knowing that it is growing, right. knowing that every time I turn the corner and read, I didn't know three years ago there was something called Solana. 
you know, I knew what Bitcoin was and it sounded crazy. And then I watched Bitcoin become, you know, just part of the not crazy, <laughs> right? Not crazy. And I watched governments starting to yeah. acknowledge it and, sure. and, and, and doing that. And then I love art. Yeah. I really do, but and I, I understand the value. And then I was listening to who's the guy that I listen? Uh, Gary V. Oh, Gary right, v. right. Yeah. Gary V. I listened to him on a podcast talk about how we create our only our own values right. in brands and logos and mm -hmm. sounds and things like that's all this is. Yes, and mm -hmm. then it's it's just a, um, a mechanism to be able to track it and give. The, Go ahead. What were you going to say? Track it, but also participate with it in a fundamentally different way. Right. Because there's the art piece, but what's really important is that art as as a key and as opening the door to communities where like-minded individuals globally are congregating, are seeing value, are coordinating together to, you know, you can think about some of these communities as almost just a co-op, basically mm -hmm. a shared co-op, mm -hmm. digitally native with a bank account where you can all vote and decide how do you allocate those assets. So you can actually put money and momentum behind movements, and NFTs are one way as a, almost a gate to those communities that- But I also behind. understand, you know, as somebody who's lived many, many dec decades, you know, flexing is part of humanity. Totally. And, <laughs> you know, whether you're flexing because you have a nice car and you live in a shitty apartment, but you'll be able to drive around and show that, or whether sure. you don't have a car and you don't even have an apartment, but you have a, uh, you know, some Gucci or, or some chains on. And so you think that people can see you and that makes you feel better about yourself. We've always created that. The fact mm -hmm. is that, and COVID kind of accelerated this, we've kind of, we're not intermingling anymore in this universe. Yeah. We live in the metaverse. metaverse. So we have to find replacements for our flexing Which and we need to own our things. Which is why we have the PFPs and stuff right. like that Absolutely. now that's on your watch and Exactly. Yeah. So this yeah. is the new world and uh, thanks for opening up the gate a little bit for me and uh, I'm looking uh, to find ways to participate. I think that people who don't participate are really gonna miss out. No. And I yeah. think what's really dazzling to me and kind of shocking is how fast this is moving mm -hmm. and how it's changing, you know, the, I come from the school of thought where you buy a piece of land and you invest in GE. Sure. And I think that's gone by the way. I mean, you still can. You still okay. can, but there's just, you know, as the future goes. But that's kind of more passive and less enjoyable. Also, that's right. less accessible to everyone because yeah, you exactly. have to be wealthy enough to buy a piece of land or property to invest in that. Right now, this is becoming way more accessible and you're getting, you can show your personality or become part of a community, right? Because you're deciding what you're investing in that represents you. Wow. And exactly. geographically. Look at this. Uh, what are you showing me now? This is the Solana. Uh, this is what's been going on this week. In the NFT space on Solana. Yep. Yes, yeah. indeed. Tell me, because I, I don't know all the questions to ask. This is pretty interesting. These are big numbers. What am I looking at right now? <laughs> These are PFP projects, or these are all the projects um, that so are the But I'm looking at billions of dollars. Yes, yes. Um, so that's the market cap, right? Right. Right. How much money is in these projects? That's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. well, how many uh, How many people are in this, are, have invested? Because you're saying that they're mostly like million and billionaires who no, are, no 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 I, I mean there's there's some people that got in and became billionaires because they got in early wow yeah and this is not early anymore no we're still early we're howie still early. So we're, on, we're the, on month four for solana nfts technically from the boom oh and people have already become billionaires is there something that you want to say before i wrap up that i've missed out on that you want a message that you want to give my audience that'll 
change the way they think right now and maybe an overall wrapping up each one of you? You want to yeah. say something? Um, just a big thank you for you guys giving us a platform to talk about this because it is an interesting topic. And especially from the art perspective, it's a very divisive topic. So to be able to talk about this and educate others and kind of, um, you know, cater to the curiosities and kind of answer to judgments, like I think this is a beautiful opportunity. So thank you so much for having You're us. You're welcome. Anybody else want to add anything? I mean, I would just say that if, if you're interested in, in photography and in collectibles, like you just said, you know, technology is actually unlocking entirely new forms of collectibles, entirely new forms of ways to interact, discover and play with art. And there's lots of different mediums and lots of ways to approach it. And so I think all of your audience really shouldn't be afraid. It's, it's not a, a, a spectator's space. Get involved and take a look. Would you, guys, yeah. would you guys be available if when this goes up on YouTube, if anyone has any questions, they can leave them in the comments. Would you guys be available to answer any questions they may have? Yeah, 100%. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. That is great. And, and Cece, did you have a closing? Yeah. Yeah, just add on to John and Mark say, I think for, for us, like for everybody out there to listen, is like the NFT or the blockchain is definitely a revolution. It's a revolution we're going on like with the whole humanity together. Wow, I'm part yes. of a revolution. Yes. Welcome, Howie. Oh, oh my. You gosh. could be our leader. <laughs> yes. Howie revolutionizes. <laughs> that is fantastic. I see people raising their fists in the air in the other room. <laughs> this is really, really exciting. I can't thank you enough for come he coming here. I'm, I was incredibly curious. I still am curious. I'm looking to dip my toe in this. I hope that people that are listening and watching want to dip their toe. When does your uh, music come out? Uh, so the first NFT collection, February 22nd. We'll watch for that. Yes. And what's it called? CC? So it's the Genesis video. The Genesis video. Gen not to be confused. Uh, uh, Phil Collins. We shouldn't look for Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The other Genesis Gen video. The, <laughs> other Gen <laughs> the other Genesis video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This has been, I want everybody to uh, rate, review, subscribe. Thank you. Mm -hmm.